we are stumbling back to the Airbnb. You know, when you're laughing so hard and you have to pee, stop making me laugh, stop making me laugh. Like I'm going to pee, I'm in a sundress. I have no underwear on, like I'm going to pee my pants. It just starts coming. And if you've ever peed your pants, you know when the flow starts, you cannot stop it. So I am in this elevator, peeing my pants, just pooling at my feet. My flip-flops are just splattering up and Missy is like, man, stop, what are you doing? And I just couldn't stop. I was like, this is really happening. I'm 28 years old peeing my pants in an elevator. This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus-size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. All right, baby, we are rolling. We are rolling. Hey, hey, hey. How's everybody doing on this beautiful Tuesday morning? Welcome back to your favorite day of the week. We're live with the Confident Collective Podcast. I'm so excited. This is the last time that we're going to be doing it while you're in Europe. I know. Next time we will be doing it live when I'm back in LA for one day. For one day. (laughs) I know. That's so fucking crazy. But it'll be good. I'm so excited to see you in person. I know. I'm excited to see you. I'm like, it literally feels like it's been forever, but also like no time at all. Yeah. It went by actually really quickly. It always does. It went by so fast. I can't believe you're leaving. I know. But actually, wait, this just like reminded me of something. Okay. So in college, I was like so diehard and I still am. I feel like everyone needs to study abroad. Like if you have the opportunity to, you have to take the opportunity. And I remember I was like always trying to convince like so many of my friends to do it. And they're like, oh, that's so long. And everyone was like scared to like miss anything. And I remember even telling like my brother, I'm like, Alexander, you need to study abroad. You need to study abroad. And anyways, it didn't work out for him because like he was in this business program. But anyways, all of my friends that didn't do it, every single one of them regretted it because you're not missing anything at home. It's literally the exact same shit, same parties, like same people. And like four months, five months, however long you're gone goes by so quickly. So if you ever have an opportunity to like do something different, take it. Go baby. Okay. That's Christina's Ted talk for the day. Yeah. I actually have a a couple, but yeah, that's it. That's my first one. Okay. Well, should we just get into it? What's what, what else do you need to get on your soapbox about today? Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Oh my gosh. Okay. I (laughs) wrote something in here that I'm really concerned about. See what he tried to write before the episode. And I literally wrote a comment in there and said, um, what? Okay. So in, (laughs) so in the, in our document, right. Um, I wrote one of my updates was that Christina lied to Ran, which has like probably been terrifying you all morning. Have you been like freaked yeah, out? I was like, what the fuck? It's the dumbest thing ever, but it's been on my mind. And I was like, oh, I had this epiphany today. Uh, actually, I think it happened like maybe last night. I don't know. It was just really random. But do you remember when we did that episode where we talked about like things that guys do that drive us crazy? Yeah. And one of the things that you said, I agreed with you. And then it wasn't until last night that I realized, wait a minute, I do that too. What is it? The towel. Remember how you used to say how when your ex got out of the shower, how he would like fold his towel and like for like fold it nicely and like hang it back on the thing. And I remember. And anyways, it wasn't until last night when I was like getting ready for bed and I got out of the shower. I like 
put my towel back. And then like, oh no, it was this morning. And I woke up this morning and I see Steve's towel like hanging on the side and mine is like nicely folded. And I was like, why didn't he fold his towel back? And then it made me realize that, oh my gosh, I do what drives Rayanne crazy, folding my towel right after the shower. And I don't know why, I guess like- no, maybe wait, wait. Yes, there, go on. I need Okay, I need some details of this foldage because, okay, do you fold it once in half and then thread it through the rack? Or do you fold like-, like No, dude, I fold it like- thirds, I guess, like one side, the other side, and then fold it in half over. Like the way you put your towels back nicely. And then that half is on, and then there's there's another half on the rack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you basically are taking a wet towel and you're folding it one, two, three, four, five times. One, two, I would say three times. Okay. Right. Maybe I'm being dramatic. I think you're being dramatic. Three times. I don't know how you can fold it five times, but I definitely fold it right afterwards. And I remember right? Doesn't that drive you crazy? Or you think that's well, wrong? I appreciate that you do the neat fold of the, of that, the, the trifold let's call yeah. it. Because my ex-boyfriend would just fold it in half and then fold it in half again, and then drape it over the towel rack. Oh, so, so it's it even like, like more condensed. It was even more condensed. I was like, this bitch is using a damp towel every damn day. Like what is happening? Personally, I'm a hook girly. I just appreciate a good hook for it to get dry Mm -hmm. you know you got no folding to worry about but okay I was really concerned I was like what did she lie to me about I was like racking my brain I was like is she coming clean about something major I was (laughs) no no I'm super dramatic it's it wasn't really a lie it was I don't know if you consider that a lie but anyways I had this epiphany and I and it's been on my chest it's been on my chest I don't want to have any secrets in between us so I had to get it out you know I'll let this one slide. I'll let this one slide because I don't think you had bad intentions. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. I have another epiphany that I just had. What? Okay. So I follow like a lot of, and I mean, not a lot, but I follow a few different accounts that are all about like childhood development and like, you know, like taking care of toddlers, like accounts I can learn from as a new mom. Obviously like, you know, no one knows how to raise a kid. You just freaking do it. You know what I mean? And I I have to, I'll link, I have to find the exact name, but there's like this account that like talks about like emotions and sensory and like development. And it talks a lot about ADHD and like autism and like, just like all these, like about learning disabilities for kids. And like, anyway, someone shared it. And I started following this account recently and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And it teaches you like how to like deal with your kid through all these different things. And anyways, I was reading it and I was like, wait a minute, like, okay, this is fine. Like this doesn't apply to Nicholas at all. I was like, dude, this applies to me. Like everything that they were saying about ADHD, I was like, wait, that is me. Like I have this. And like, you know, when I was in college, like I got tested for ADHD and I had it. And for me, like, I just never cared about it because I was prescribed Adderall. And to be honest with you, like, that's why I went to take this like learning disability thing, because I was like, I want Adderall. Like everyone I knew in college took Adderall. I felt like I couldn't get through it without it. But at the same time, at one point I was living with nine other girls and like six of us were prescribed Adderall from like the same doctor, which is a huge issue. So I just like assumed that this is something that like everyone has or like deals with and it's like not a big deal and then as I was like going through this Instagram account and I was like sending things to Steve he's like that is you and I anyways I'm starting to realize that like the reason I do certain things like 
I think I make excuses for myself. Like, for instance, like someone who has like ADHD, right? Like they get super, super easily distracted. Um, Like it's really hard for them to focus on things. Like they often like wait till last minute to do certain things. They're often like losing things. Like those are just like small, like little examples that like I check every box. And what I thought was interesting was that like they said that a lot of people who have ADHD or like ADD aren't diagnosed until they're adults because a lot of those symptoms can just be looked at as like careless or lazy, um, stubborn, or right. like, like I always say, I'm like, I'm a procrastinator or whatever. But now I'm like, wait a minute. Like, do I like have like an issue that like, I actually should take more seriously. Cause I was like, wait, I do feel like it's hard for me to do certain things. I'm like, maybe my life is more e- like, could be so much easier if I like, it could be, it could be. So anyways, I also like refuse to take like medicine for her at all. You know what you need to look, look into what I've really heard about microdosing mushrooms can really be beneficial for ADHD. I, I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. So I'm going to look into alternative things. I also heard just like, honestly, meditating, it could make such a huge difference too. Um, but anyways, this is a development that happened like over the past two days, I've been like, oh my gosh, I literally feel like I'm learning all about myself right now at 34 years old. So anyways, well, keep us posted on what you plan to do to get to the bottom of this. I will. I will. I will. Okay. I'll keep you posted. What have you been up to? Where do I want to start? Um, I think I was drugged last night. Number one. That's terrifying. Also had a great time. Mm -hmm. So like, what? Okay. So let's rewind. Let's start at the beginning. My friend Missy and I are in the South of France and we, I was coming to spend the next two days in Nice. We were just in Saint-Tropez, which I'll get to that later, but we were heading to Nice and she was flying back to London that night. And so she's like, let's just go grab like a quick dinner before she has to Uber to the airport. So like, we were not planning like on like anything but a casual little pizza dinner okay we sit down at this restaurant we order an aperol spritz because obviously i have one at every meal of course trip like i could is a bit to me right now aperol spritz is like water yes and just keep this in mind you guys i have had at least one aperol spritz a day since i have been in europe i've been in europe for five weeks my tolerance right now to alcohol is so high. Like that is the minimum. Like the other night we were at a club in Saint-Tropez and I was like drinking, like I had like eight drinks and I felt like I I could, I, if someone asked me to walk the line, I could walk the line. Like I felt sober. So we have this one Aperol spritz and I'm like dying laughing. I am like, losing my mind. I can barely cut my pizza. I'm like laughing because I like see this kid who I have this theory that some people just look like they are from the Renaissance age. Like they just have a very specific look. And this kid literally looked like he was in the Renaissance age. I was dying laughing. And I look at Missy and I'm like, I'm wasted. And we've had one drink. And so obviously- Oh, you felt like that after one drink? Yes. So then obviously we're like, maybe we're just have like been tired. Like we've been like, um, like out in the sun all day. Like maybe we're just dehydrated. I don't know, but we order another one because we're like, we're probably, we're just being dramatic. Like we're just like in a silly goofy mood. 
And then the waiter, like this other waiter comes over with the same waiter and brings us these Aperol spritz. And they're like, kind of like smiling at us. And like, Missy and I do not speak French. Like our French is horrible. And Missy and I were jokingly like to the guy, we were like, um, what is in these? Like these rooms, we like feel lit. And the guy, like, I swear to God, he said, I can't even know if I can say this because it was just the weirdest thing. I swear to God, he goes, come. And we were like, what did you just say? And he was like, it's good for you. And so that was so weird. What? Wait, is this a language barrier thing? But they were being so weird about these Aperol spritz. And we like brought them over together. It was just so strange. And we are like, but having the funniest time, like dying laughing. So we just have two drinks. And I kid you not, we leave this table. We are stumbling back to the Airbnb, stumbling. And we're laughing about who knows what. We get into the elevator and I don't know what I am laughing at, but I literally go, you know, when you're laughing so hard and you have to pee, I literally was like, Missy, stop making me laugh. Stop making me laugh. Like I'm going to pee. I'm in a sundress. I have no underwear on. Like I'm going to pee my pants. It just starts coming. And if you've ever peed your pants, you know, when the flow starts, they don't stop. You cannot stop it. So I am in this elevator peeing my pants. It is pooling at my feet. My flip-flops, it is splattering up. And Missy is like, hands, stop. What are you doing? And I just couldn't stop. I was like, this is really happening. I'm 28 year old, 28 years old, peeing my pants in an elevator. I was like laughing my ass off because I don't even know what. So they run into the Airbnb and get they gave me two effing towels at this Airbnb and I have to sacrifice one of my towels to clean up my own urine in the elevator. That's disgusting. It's disgusting. That, disgusting. Oh, okay. First of all, two, a couple things. One, this is the second time you've peed this year in public. <laughs> Wait, when did I pee the first time? In New York. Oh my God. <laughs> I honestly forgot I peed my pants in New York. <laughs> you funny. And I had to dry them on the hand dryer. In the yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. And second of all, no, 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 no. You don't get fucking wasted off of two April spritz. That's what I'm saying. No, I dude, You can drink those all day long and just feel good. Like a slight I'm buzz. Maybe say something. Yeah. Like, Something was fishy, mm-hmm. but like, it was strange because like, obviously like, thank God nothing happened. We're fine. Yeah. We were like, whoa, we ended up having really, like really fun dinner together and then like went home and it was fine. That's uh, weird. That is weird. Honestly, that stuff always scares me though, because I mean, you guys were fine and like just had a fun experience, a ridiculous experience, but I, that probably happens to so many people and it goes so wrong. I know. Which I don't, yeah. Oh, that makes me that makes me sad and scared. But we were fine. We we ended up. I literally peed my pants. We were having so much fun. I don't know if it was the sun. We will. We may never know. But this is like a famous pizza place in Nice. Wait, it was a pizza. It was just a pizza place. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a pizza place. It's like a pizza restaurant. It was like a pizza parlor. Well, not like a parlor. It was like a full on. <laughs> I don't know what I was envisioning, restaurant. but I was not envisioning like a pizza place or the red and yeah. white checkered tablecloth. Well, no, they, they didn't have the red and white checkered tablecloth, basically. I do think that anyway. also like honestly being in the sun and being like dehydrated and like doing things for so long too, like maybe that could just make you delirious. Like on top of like I don't, drinks, you know? 
Yeah. But you know what? Like, I wish I could get that Liddy off of two drinks normally because I would save so much money, so much money, so much sugar that I wouldn't intake into my body. Mm -hmm. It's wild. Um, the other thing I have to say is I feel that I have fallen victim. I have been bamboozled. I have been, no, I'm kidding. I'm being dramatic, but I was like, oh my God, I want to go to Saint-Tropez. Like everyone goes to Saint-Tropez. Like it looks so, uh, uh, ran, you're, you're a dumbass. That's what I have to say. Saint-Tropez, honestly, if you're in the South of France and you're driving by it, pop in for the day, see it. It's beautiful, whatever. This place is like, is like so, oh, how do I want to describe it? Okay, it's beautiful. I'm not going to try and just like hate on Saint-Tropez. But it is just like the complete opposite of my vibe. And don't get me wrong. Like I love, I loved going to like the Chanel store. I love fashion. I love like seeing everyone walking around with their designer bags, blah, blah, blah. But the energy there was like snooty. The snootiest. Everything was so, yes. Mm -hmm. And everything was so expensive to a point where it's like, okay, like it's not even like, oh, we're going to splurge on this luxury experience. It's like, this is a, the principle of the matter is a pasta dish should not cost 78 euros. Mm -hmm. It was just insane. And you see all these like influencers posting about Saint-Tropez and like all this stuff. And I'm like, um, are you guys having fun? Or are you just spending like 10K in the weekend? Like I'm confused because what? So I did not recommend, I I would never recommend Saint-Tropez like unless you're going for the day. I am having so much more fun in Nice. It's so beautiful. The vibes are just like better and you can have like an amazing meal for 20 euros. So I did not like Saint-Tropez. I don't, I didn't take it a day. I didn't like Saint-Tropez either when I went. I feel like there are so many other spots in the South of France that are so much nicer, so beautiful, so much more chill where you can have like at least a little bit more of an authentic experience as well. Like Saint-Tropez feels like just like a Disneyland for the super rich and famous. And if you don't want to live that life, then, and even if you want to live that life, you're kind of like, this is stupid. I remember my friend went there for her honeymoon and was like, I hate this place. It's literally $50 for a beer. And she's like, I can't even have fun when I'm like annoyed about that. Yes. It was like, so we made the most of it, but definitely I would not, would not recommend. Um, We had much more fun when we like got out of there for the day. And also came to Nice. So did, did you feel like parts of Mykonos were like that at all? I literally was saying, I feel like Mykonos and Saint-Tropez kind of had the same energy. Mm-hmm. I did like Mykonos better because I think like, if you really want to party and get crazy with like a group of friends, go to Mykonos for like one or two nights yeah. and rage. But then like, it just depends, I guess, what your priorities are. Like Saint-Tropez, I didn't even think the, like we went to this club that this girl recommended to me who I met earlier in Florence. She's from the South of France. Mm-hmm. You guys, I was, I was a century older than everyone in that club. I was like, what are we doing here? And also we went to this restaurant that I saw one of these influencers I follow who I like love her content. She like booked it. She like posted on her story. So I was like, oh my God, that place looked so cool. They have these like cool plates that are like, eat your fucking dinner. It's called Le Opera. Opera, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, let's go. Like I just booked it. Like I didn't even look at the menu. I didn't even look at the prices. Like whatever. So we get there and she sits us down and she's like, Oh, you have the best seat in the house. And we're like, Oh, okay. We literally are sitting there and there's like stairs up to the table. And she's like, the show is about to start in 20 minutes. And we're like, 
Okay. So we order our $1 million martinis <laughs> and literally <laughs> it was the most interesting show when I'm putting show in quotation marks I've ever seen in my life. It was like very mediocre dancing while I'm like sitting there eating my $70 pasta, a, Chicago, a mesh between Lakers cheerleaders and Chicago Bulls basketball players are like slamming basketballs on the table, like doing dance moves. And like my water glass is like, like almost getting sliced by the girl's boot. I'm like, this is so wild. I mean, it was like kind of fun and very entertaining, but I had, it felt very like kind of like trashy Vegas. Mm, I could see that. It was just a strange experience. Well, I guess at least you paid for the show too. Yeah. You know what? That's what I realized is that the pasta was $78, but I was really paying for the impeccable performance. Broadway quality performance. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, sometimes I feel like that when influencers are like, oh my gosh, my favorite restaurant in LA is the Ivy. Like you have to go to the Ivy. And I'm like, whoever is recommending the Ivy to you literally is like, I'm sorry, like the lamest like clout chaser ever. Like no one goes, like the Ivy is not good. First of all, it's like so overpriced. There's like a million other places. And I just feel like whoever is, like that's just such a bad recommendation. I feel like sometimes people really need to do better research and not be so influenced by everything they see. Yeah, but it's hard too, because you're like, getting recommendations or you're seeing what other people are doing. And sometimes you're like, people aren't sharing, like maybe their authentic experience there, you know? Yeah. And I guess maybe people are really having fun there. Cause we sat next to this couple and we were like, how are you know, how long have you been here? How long are you liking San Tropez? And they're like, Oh, we love it here. We are having the best time. And I was like, okay. All right. Crazy. But no, some people probably, Everyone has their own experience. Right. And that was mine. And maybe some people love the Ivy. Yeah. Maybe some people love the Ivy. I've never been there. Should we go when I get back? I have no interest. (laughs) We can go somewhere else. The only thing I remember when I think of the Ivy is from Monster-in-Law when she goes there and she pays the waiter to be her doctor. Oh, I've never seen that movie. You have never seen Monster-in-Law? Wait, is that the one with J-Lo? And who, wait, and who's the, who's the, is it Meryl Streep? Wait, who's the Monster-in-Law? no. It's Jane Fond. No, it's not. No, is it Jane Fond? I have no idea. But yeah, I, I had to look this up. Maybe Jane Fonda fans are going to come for me. And Meryl Streep fans for me, but I've never seen it. But I, I like love JLo rom-com, so I'm surprised I haven't. Yeah, maybe you should download that and, put, and, and watch it on the plane. Okay, it is. Oh my God, Jane Fonda. Oh, okay, great. We love Jane Fonda. Yeah. Okay, I should watch that. And she goes to the Ivy. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think those are all my updates. And I guess, well, I guess my last update that I'll share is that people are like, what are you missing about LA? Like, what do you mean? Like, honestly, my friends, you, and that is about it. I do miss kind of my apartment and like, whatever. But I'll tell you one thing I miss. Pampered hands, nail salon, <laughs> or a pedicure oh my God, I need a pedicure so bad. And I got a pedicure in London and I wasn't paying attention because I was like doing, um, doing emails and stuff on my phone. This man did not clip my toenails. <laughs> what? So you have like two inch toenails. Dude, my toenails right now. And that's why I think the sandals I bought look too small. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. I'm dead because your toenails are so long. Oh man, that's pretty Literally, bad. 
and it's a gel. It's a gel pedicure. So he literally did not clip. I had already had a gel pedicure for three weeks prior to four weeks prior to this. So I've got four weeks of growth. And then you just slap gel on top of that. My toes are atrocious. (laughs) Do they look like claws? That's what I'm picturing right now. Especially the left big toenail is going rogue, but I'm like, don't want to mess up the pedicures. I'm just pushing through till I get back. That's really funny though. Do you feel like when you get back to, you're going to do like full on gel manis again? Yeah. (laughs) You're like, yeah, no, honestly, I think for the summer, well, this is a whole other thing I've been thinking about. I think for the summer, I've been loving having natural nails here, Mm -hmm. but I just really love being in a place where everyone is more natural. Like I was thinking about this. I was walking to dinner tonight and like, I just have, I haven't worn foundation since I've been here. I just put like a little, like blush on or like a tinted moisturizer and like a little mascara Mm -hmm. and that's how everyone is. So you just kind of feel like everyone's in that vibe. Yeah. Like if I did this in LA, I think I would feel uncomfortable because you think that's kind of silly because yeah. Like if I went, like, I would not feel like super confident going out in LA with no makeup on. I wouldn't. I don't know. Like, it's just, I don't know why, like my, my environment seems to really impact how I feel. So to answer your question, I don't plan on getting a manicure, but let's see how I feel when I get back. You're going to come over. You're going to get one like Tuesday morning or Wednesday morning before I see you. (laughs) Um, No, I do feel like I'm excited for that too. But it's funny because I've been seeing like a lot of TikToks lately. And I think we've talked about this once before, but I saw this TikTok of this girl who like removed her hair extensions, removed all of her fillers, like taken out. And I was like, and she's like, I just feel like a brand new person. I feel like me again. And I was like, and she looked amazing. And it's crazy because I feel like you're just trained to like almost like feel like you need certain things, you know? Yeah. And And I do think like you are such a product of your environment. And I think it does take a toll. No matter how like confident you are and how like secure you are and like your personal style or whatever, like if you're around certain things, I do think you start to think like, oh, like I think it really does affect you. 100%. Um, I have one more update and it's a TikTok video I need to share because I like saw something. I was like, wow, this is so relatable. What? Okay. It says when you agreed to go run errands with your boomer mom thinking you'd get lunch, but she's already had her one meal of the day. And then in the caption, it says she had her two almonds and now she's good. So I was like, wait a minute. This is so relatable to me. So yesterday I was like talking to my mom and she's like, I'm exhausted. I'm starving. She's like, I've been out running errands all day. I haven't eaten anything. I was like, why didn't you stop to get something to eat? Like you were out running errands. You know what I mean? She's like, where am I supposed to eat? I was like, I don't know. You went to like a bunch of stores. Like there's food there. And she's like, oh no, I'm not going to do that. And anyways, all she had all day was this little boxy madi, which I don't know if you saw them in Greece but they're like about this big, like a cracker side, just dry bread. And that's what she had for breakfast. And that's all this woman has eaten all day, my mom. Okay. And I'm like, and anyways, when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, like other moms, like from our generation do that shit too. When I'm out running errands, like I was doing a whole job. I was out all day. I'm like a priority. I'm like, it's lunchtime. I need to eat. Like that is a priority to me. I'm like fueling my body. And I just feel like it just reminded me like so much about how like fucked up our parents' heads are when it comes to food. And anyway, seeing this girl share this experience with her mom, 
made me feel so seen and so relatable. And I just thought I was all alone like that. I mean, I plan my errands around where I will be stopping to get lunch. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like, but yeah, I think that was such a thing for like moms, of, especially millennials. And like, it was just like your cupboards. I saw TikTok once. I was like, you know, you grew up with a, with a nineties mom or something, or I don't even know what it was, but it was like hundred calorie packs, slim fast in the refrigerator, like all these things that they would just like buy, 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 because it was like the healthy thing, blah, blah, blah. Still to this day, my mom will be like, do you know this ice cream only has 70 calories? I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Really? I don't care, mom. Anyways. Well, I'm not alone. What is, what is your upset? What are you obsessing over this week? Okay. I'm obsessed with this as a place. And honestly, it was really wrecking my brain. And I hope I haven't talked about it before, but it's fresh corn grill. Have we talked about it? I mean, you and I talk about it a lot. So it's like hard for me to to, to determine if we've talked about it on the podcast before, but you know what? Go off. If you, if you are so passionate about it, you want to talk about it twice. Let's go. You guys, if you're in LA, you need to get fresh corn grill. It is mm. the one of the most delicious, consistently good places I have had. Like they have the best are you salads salad right now. I am. I'm obsessed with it. I got the beet salad this time with skirt steak. The steak is so good there. I'm also obsessed with the Cobb salad. The fresh corn grill salad is so good. And then they have these incredible plates where you can get like a protein and two different sides. And then like they give you a sauce too. Like, oh my gosh, the Brussels sprouts, the mashed potatoes, like everything there is so freaking good. It's in West Hollywood on Santa Monica Boulevard. They also have like a Westwood location. And I think they're opening up another one too. Anyways, I need to open one up because I think it rivals Air One Hot Bar, but it's just not as convenient location wise. I feel like it's better than Air One Hot Bar. Like there's more options. I feel like it's more of like a real meal. Yeah, it's really, really good. And it's definitely cheaper than Air One Hot Bar. Yeah. Wait, wait. Get on it. We need to mobilize. (laughs) Yeah, we need a franchise. We need a franchise. That's the word I was looking for. Mobilize. (laughs) (laughs) take it on the go. Um, But anyways, I think that you're looking for like a good lunch spot and you can obviously Postmate it or DoorDash it or whatever you want to do. So if you're not even in those locations, but I've really been trying to, I've been like working out a lot and I've just been trying to like eat healthy foods, I guess, or just like more satiating foods that like fuel me. And I'm, I'm just recently re-obsessed with it because we used to live right by and go all the time and I haven't been in a while. Fresh corn girl, baby. Fresh corn girl. What are you obsessed with? Hire at Christina Diaz as your official spokeswoman. (laughs) Yes, seriously. Um, I am obsessed with... Okay, so when I was in London, I had a reading because I had two friends who had been to this woman who's like in a market and they were like, you have to go to her if you're in London. Like they're like like obsessed with this woman. So I go there and it ends up being her sister and not her. I guess she's on Saturdays and the sister's on Sundays. And you but still went to the sister? I think this, I, I said to myself, I wasn't meant to meet Monica. I was meant to meet her sister. And that's why I came today. So I did a reading with her sister. Okay. And it was so interesting because I really did feel like, I really did feel like I really resonated with a lot of the, the things she was saying. And one of the things she was talking about was like, um, how she kind of was like talking about like how I, I care too much about what other people think, which is so true, which is very generic, but she was like talking about all these like voices and like things 
she was like, people always are like telling, questioning you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, like my family, like I could literally be like, mom and dad, I am opening a fresh corn girl franchise. And they would be like, yes, we will support you. Mm -hmm. Like no one really, like all my friends are very supportive. And then it clicked. It's me. I am questioning myself. And I am the one that is like, like, because we also talked about how she thinks she was like, I think you're going to move crazy. Mm -hmm. Right. Which I've been saying, I'm going to move. She's like, but don't get stuck in this like permanent space. She's like, I feel like you could live a very nomadic lifestyle. And I feel like when, especially when it comes to like where I need to live or whatever, I always think like I need to be in LA. I need to be in New York or I need to be doing this. And I'm like, why can't I like, I I literally could do anything I wanted. Literally. I always let what you, what's like smart, what society thinks you should do or what's like the norm be like, well, I couldn't live in New York and somewhere else. I don't know. I couldn't do that. That's only for like rich people or that's only for like this type of person. And I'm like, no, I can do whatever I want. If I want to have, you know what I mean? Like, anyway, I'm not making sense. I'm rambling, but that is what I've been obsessing over. It's just not letting like what I should be doing or what society like says is normal dictate how I live my life. 100%. I think that's super important. I feel like a lot of people feel like that. I feel like that sometimes, but you literally could do whatever the heck you wanted. And it's funny though, because I feel like now, especially everyone has so many different opinions that you could talk to like one group of people and they'll tell you how to live your life a certain way. And another group of people will tell you how to live your life another way. So there's just so much freaking noise that literally the only person that really matters, like whose opinion matters is your own. You know what I mean? So you just need to like figure out what you want for you. Exactly. So that's been what has been obsessing my brain this week. Um, what, what product, is, what product, I can't speak today. The product I am obsessed with is incredible. It's the Charlotte Tilbury bronzer bomb. Um, it's pretty new. They just sent it to me in a PR package. You, you know, if I could be the face of Charlotte Tilbury along with fresh corn grill, I would. Um, and I love it. And I, I've been thinking the about dynamic it. dynamic duo. Yeah, the dynamic duo. Um, I haven't really been wearing that much makeup lately either, just because it's like, I haven't really been doing that much and it's summertime. And I've been thinking about what I'm packing in Greece. And I was like, okay, this bronzer bomb is coming with me. And like, it's literally all you need on your face along with like maybe the flawless filter, but it's so good. It comes, it's like, it comes with this like little brush and it just melts into your skin. And I feel like sometimes- Ooh. We're so used to like this harsh contour that has been like popular, what, for like a decade now, I feel. And this is just so warm and glowy and literally melts into your skin. I love it. I should do a tutorial on it for TikTok because it is like fabulous, fabulous. And I get so many compliments on it. And I just love the way it feels. Okay. I need to try this. It's really good. You'll like it a lot. I'm bringing it to Greece for sure. And like probably going to be like the main thing I use on my face. Yes. You're going to be a glowing goddess. Can't wait. What's the product that you are obsessed with? Okay. So I'm in like thinking about some of like recapping my trip and things like that. And I was like, wait, what have I worn the most on this trip? And one of the things I have worn the most are these local European white pocket pants 
And I'm really kicking myself because, so I ordered them like, so like one of my most annoying qualities is like when I really want something, I'm like, well, I'll just like order the medium and see if it works. Like, so I ordered the medium large and they fit. Was it because the large XL was sold out? Yeah. The large XL was sold out. And then they restocked it the other day and I was like, oh, I'm going to get it. And I didn't. And um, now I'm really regret it. But if you see that they have your size, literally these are the pants of the summer. I'm telling you, they're light, they're breezy. They look, you look effortlessly cool. You could wear them out with heels and like a sexy backless top, or you can wear them casual during the day. Like they are just the most versatile summer pant and you look just really fucking cool. Um, And that's one of the things I have worn the most on my trip. So add them to your summer wish list. Wait, do you know, I just order them in black because I wanted them and the white was sold out. I was like, you know what? Let me get the black back. And now that we're talking about this, I'm like, wait a minute. It's been like a week or so. Like, where are they? Um, I hope they they ship. I don't know. And I'm like, I need to check. I got the black too. (laughs) Did you get the large, extra large in the black? Yeah. They sent them to me, which was very kind of them because I've literally posted and tagged them about 80 times. Okay, it says probably like God, this girl annoying. We should just send her a pair of pants. (laughs) Well, good. I'm glad they send them to you. Okay. It is the delivery date will be provided as soon as possible. That's annoying. Dude, you need them before you go to well, black. I don't know. It won't be too hot. No, I think black will be okay. Um make it work. I'll make it work. Anyways, I'm excited to try them. I hope they fit. They will. They will. Because I have the medium large right now and they fit but not just like as baggies I would like but they fit they run oversized um all right let's get in today's ask away let's see if I can read this without stuttering over every word I don't know what's happening to me I only had one app for today and that was by the beach okay You're doing great all right I have a good friend and coworker that has a boyfriend I cannot stand he's cheated on her three times creepy to our friends every red flag in the book how do I stay supportive and keep our working relationship positive when I can't understand why they are still together? Ooh, this is really tough. That's super, super tough. Oh, I hate when you hate the person that your friend is with. I mean, honestly, I think that you need to spend as much time with your friend solo. And if she's always trying to like bring her man around, like then you can be like, hey, I want to hang out with you like one-on-one, blah, blah, blah. I think you need to tell your friend how you feel and like say it once and you, and that's it. You can't just like keep repeating yourself. You can't like be resentful towards your friend. Like sometimes people just have to learn for themselves and make their own mistakes. And you don't want her to push you away because of your thoughts on him. Um, But at the same time, like you don't have to necessarily be in his company all the time. Yeah, this is super hard. I actually went through something like this with my sister and it basically almost like destroyed our relationship. We didn't speak for like, honestly I don't even know a year and a half two years we didn't speak and it was so hard because I did that I said like I'm just gonna say one last time how I feel about this situation I will try my best to be supportive of you too but these are the reasons why that is very difficult for me and I hope you understand that the roles were reversed I honestly think this is like one of the most challenging things on a friendship because if their relationship keeps progressing, he's not going anywhere. Um, I think it is important to keep in mind that a lot of times in these situations, your friend might be a victim in like a 
very toxic relationship um, and you don't really know what's going on. So I think to be as sympathetic as you can be while like establishing boundaries, like you said, Christina, you can have a relationship with her outside of her partner. But I also think like realistically, you're going to have to like realize that this is going to change your friendship dynamic, but it would change even if it was like, you didn't hate the guy, Mm -hmm. but this is so, it's so hard and it makes me so so sad. But I think the only thing, the best thing you can do is try and maintain your relationship with her and just set that boundary of like, Hey, I care about you. He cheated on you. Obviously that makes me upset because I want the best for you. It's very difficult for me to forget that, but here I'm going to try my best, but my priority is my relationship with you. 100% agree with all of that. Okay. Well, everyone, this concludes our last Oh, just kidding. My my last European episode. And then we'll have one together in LA. And then Christina's off to Europe. Yeah. So that's it, you guys. Um, we'll see you next week live from LA. Right? I'm live from LA. So excited. We hope you have an amazing week as always. Thank you so much for spending your morning, your evening, whatever, your day with us. It really means a lot. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.